Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Invincible podcast with me. And listen, there's no Julian. Yes. <laughs> there's no Robert. Yes. But what we've got is our, well, I think the best brother anyway. Like, <laughs> you know, how you go? We've got Laurie. How you doing, Laurie? I'm all right, right, man. Thank you, bro. How are we? All right. It's an honour and a pleasure. I've got <laughs> well, there you go. You know, and listen, what a week it's been. What a week it's been. Tremendous week, mate. It's been about, like, you know, going back to the Nottingham Forest game on Tuesday, then, of course, the big build up to uh, the Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah. Free and free as well, isn't it? Since the break. Yes, free and free, yeah. you know, if you, if you include the Crystal Palace yeah, game. But this yeah. was the one. Sunday was the one, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, looking forward to it. Make or break, you could turn around and say. But listen, how are we feeling after that? Because I'm still, I'm going to, I'm not lying. Since uh, Sunday, I. I I've been flying everywhere. Do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I can see it in your face, bro. Yeah, I'll be fine because I, I did think we'd beat Liverpool. Mm. I'll be really honest, but I didn't think we'd beat them mm. as well as comprehensively we did. We battered them. We did. It's as simple as that. I don't. I don't like to say that too often. We did. But uh, that is, you know, uh, a Liverpool side that have lost one game all season mm. and mm. controversy against Tottenham. Yeah. Um, flying in their last couple of games, four goals against uh, Chelsea. And um, the old Jurgen Klopp retirement thing. The Jur- Jurgen Klopp, well, that didn't yeah, seem to go yeah. down too well, <laughs> too well at the Emirates. Every Liverpool fan, I don't care what every every Liverpool fan you spoke to or see on previews or see him see him here on and, uh, on DR and on on here and AFTV as well. Everybody predicting Liverpool to win, Liverpool to win, mm. right? Well, I, I tell you what, I even know Arsenal fans. Uh, a lot of yeah, Arsenal yeah. fans maybe did as well, yeah, like yeah. you know, yeah. And then all of a sudden. We smashed them, and the Liverpool fans can't be gracious about it. Really, you know, yeah. I'll be around, oh, it was because we've had injuries. We've had the, not one mention of injuries before the game, and then we smash them. Mm. How, how are you feeling about that? What was your? No, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, the result and the performance kind of surprised me in a way. Um, I must admit, I'm going to put my cards on the table. I thought it'd be a draw. Um, Is I that thought, what you predicted? I did predict a draw. I predicted a Desmond 2-2. Two, two. 
And the reason for that is... <laughs> I love corny, that saying, bit corny, but I, like I, I love it. that saying, like yeah. Desmond. I love it. So where I was coming from with the 2-2 was that I just thought that Liverpool are a bit high right now. They're top of the table. We've not done as well against them in recent times. And I just thought that... Um, I thought the pendulum had swung towards us a little bit when I heard that Nunes weren't going to start. Mm. But then on the day we were hearing that Jesus was also not going to start. So I was thinking, oh, So then I balanced everything up in my mind. I thought, you know what? It's probably going to be a draw, you know? I didn't see us beating him, but I didn't see us losing either. So, and I was one of those um, as well that I didn't think that if we, I was, I was one of those, I was thinking, and it may sound a little bit negative, especially in hindsight, I was thinking, as long as we don't lose, we're still in the title race. But if we win, we kind of burst it wide open. That's how I was feeling. Yeah, I, I, I was confident, I have to say, because I felt the way Liverpool was going to play. But I've got to ask you this question. Going into the game, we played so well in that first half. We're 1-0 up. And I, realistically, I, I'm looking at it and I'm going to myself, like, if I'm a Liverpool fan or even Jurgen Klopp, I'm thinking, get into the dressing room at 1-0. I take that as mm, well as mm, Arsenal mm. have played and as probably as poor as Liverpool played. I think that Arsenal made Liverpool play bad, by the way, not the other way around. We, they get that equaliser. What was your feelings at half-time at that time? You know, I was thinking, I go, here we go again. <laughs> you know I mean? We've managed to snatch. Well, it wasn't defeat from the Jaws victory, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I like, I like you know. Yeah, it was very frustrating because um, up until that point, it had almost been a perfect half. Um, probably could have scored another yeah, goal. Yeah, I think another couple of goals. Just to accentuate it. But um, I must say the guys started well, maintained it all the way through that first half. And then right at the end there, to give that goal away was almost criminal. I mean, on that, who's, um, I'd be interested to hear your opinions on this. Who did you put that down to? Raya. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think oh, no, no, but I, I, I did. I did. You really? I, yeah, I mean, I, I, listen. listen I, I think um, there has to be a degree of collective responsibility. There was three players involved: um, Gabriel, Saliba, and Raya. Um, it's unfortunate with Gabriel it kind of come off him, and you know. But my thing is this, right? You're the goalkeeper. You got the gloves. The ball's there to be won. Okay, I, I can understand some people saying. Gabriel should have been a bit more assertive. He should have put the ball out. But he was pinning the defender, right? Saliba was, yeah? Yeah, Saliba. So, and then the ball's there. You're the goalkeeper. You can dive on the floor and get that. You've got to be a bit brave. You've got to assert your dominance in that situation and come and get it. So, yes, Saliba could have done better. But for me, Raya, you've got to be, you've got to be claiming it. Most top goalkeepers, man, that's, yeah, they're making that theirs. Oh, oh. I'm sensing that you disagree. I, 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 listen, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think like the, the Ramsdale lovers and the, the <laughs> Raya, Raya haters, if you like, would go down that route. But I, I'm going to be really honest with you. Love Saliba, I think he's fantastic. We all know that. Like, I felt we should have won. The, like, he lost the header, or didn't win the header properly. Yeah, that's true. Against that's true. Diaz, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like it, it started a, with him. Definitely. Yeah, it started with him. I think yeah. like cut out from from the word, he should win the header. Yeah, uh, and, and clear his lines. It's a minute to go to half time. He doesn't. He, he loses the header. You know what I mean? I can accept it if he lost the header to Duncan Ferguson or somebody like that of that ilk. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're yeah, talking yeah. like Diaz, who's yeah, like you know yeah. not the biggest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. being being um, realistically um, in. Ben White's pocket, and that's mm -hmm. why he's come into that mm -hmm. that area. And really, like yeah, you know what I mean? That shouldn't happen. Then he, 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 you're all right, he does pin him. 
he, uh, he tries to pin him as much as he can. And, and that's when Raisha, again, I'm going to say, look at the situation, minute to go at half time, you're totally dominated. Clear your lines, just just clear your lines, you know mm. what I mean? So no, I'm, you, put, yeah, yeah. I'm putting it at Saliba first and foremost, mm. but when he has pinned him, I think maybe Raya could have done a little bit better. Yeah. I don't blame Gabriel in any, any sense of, of it, it's just unfortunate that, but I, I'm there <clears throat> and at that moment there, I'm, I'm going to admit it, Mm. I've totally lost it. I, I, I have totally grown it. What is you know when you're in that in that situation, I've got I've walked out. I've walked out yeah. of a, I've got up Mind you it wasn't near half time. It was right right near half time yeah. I've got up said and I'm shouting at people around me, all oh, the money I've paid to watch defending like that and everybody's going, Yeah, 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 it makes it even worse at times, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it gets to half time and I'm in the, having a having a beer at half time, I've gone, you know what I mean, not enjoying it. You know, we're going to lose this now. This is mm. it, like, you know. Mm. <clears throat> and my mate Kevin's turning around and saying, no, we win it 3-1. I said, what are you on about? Like, you know what I mean? Do you know when someone's yeah. saying... I can imagine you. Yeah, yeah. The teeth were grinding. Yeah, yeah, the face yeah. was contorting. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a good place to be no, next well, to I was like angry, time. like, you know, drips of sweat coming down, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what are you on about? How can you say, like, defending like that, you know? So he goes out in the second half, the first 10 minutes, Liverpool... At us, yeah, because um, they would have been given a bit of a lift, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt, you know what I mean. And I'm thinking, it's like you. Oh, this is it. Here we go. Here we go. And then all of a sudden, like, do you remember when Martin Odegaard had that yeah, shot? Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. took a deflection. I'm sitting there. <laughs> Why aren't you yeah. like? I said, no. It's yeah. you know what I mean. You can't win. Liverpool will never make a mistake like that. You know what I mean? Like that. Top teams don't defend yeah. like that. Yeah. Five minutes later, Van Dijk and uh, Alison Clash, my mate's looking at me like that. Yeah! That's oh, a weird situation, isn't it? Because I weren't expecting that from Van Dijk. No. I mean, when I played football, not that I was played to any high level, but I used to play in defence. And one of the things all the coaches used to impress on you, when you're in that situation, do not, not let the ball it's, bounce. It's, it's a sacred you know what I mean? thing, isn't it? You don't, even, I mean, Van Dijk was probably overconfident in that situation. He's thinking, yeah, I'm the bigger, stronger guy. I've got to run on him. I'll just do that. And that's, and then the oh, goalkeeper's completely I, I, I'm with you on that. I think it was a little bit of arrogance from him. It was. A little bit of arrogance from him. Like, because he is good, he's cool, strong. He, he thought he had that. He looks at it and thinks Martinelli's yeah. a little wasp, you know yeah, what I mean? It. Sort of a yeah. player like, do you know what yeah. I mean? I can brush him off. But I tell you what, if you look back on it, I, I don't know Martinelli was is too clever to do it, but at the moment he was slightly off balance, that is when he hit him. You yeah, know what I mean, like, that was that clever. Is when he hit that him, was clever. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. clever play if you look yeah. at it like that. And that's that. what you've got to do when yeah. you're not the stronger not guy. Not the strongest, you, you, have to, you have to take your Give him a little nudge yeah. and that's what you do, you know what I mean? Uh, but right, what's What was so ironic about that is that, like you said, with our goal, that was a bit of a comedy of errors. So you're thinking Liverpool, far too professional. Yes, far like too good And then lo and behold, they go and commit an even worse effect. <laughs> a worse And I, I, I'm going to be honest with it, the two best players in their positions for a very, very long time in the league, Alisson and, and yeah. Van Dijk, the two best players. And I'm going to ask you the question, who do you blame for that? Well, what, uh, the, for our goal, for, for Liverpool? For, for, for Liverpool's goal, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for our goal, which Liverpool player are you going to blame? I think I've got give more blame to Van Dyke. Yeah. I mean, on my phone. It shouldn't have come out, Alison, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, it's funny you say that because um, in my fan cam that I did after the game, I did call Alison out um, because he had that. And then of course the third guy went for his legs, you know? So he didn't have a very good game by his, 
Not by his standards. standards. No, he didn't. But like I said, when you're playing football in defence, they always tell you, do not let the ball bounce. So that was a big part of the error. Uh, and Alisson just got it all wrong. So he worked in our favour. So yeah, 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 it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Once we got that goal, I didn't think there was any doubt. I thought yeah. it was always. No, I, I, I had that feeling. I, as well. I felt that we was always yeah. going to go yeah. on and win the yeah. game, like you know. And uh, I'm going to say it now: the, the third goal. I'm going to be. Re- I'm going to get your. Want to get your point on this mm. because I don't want to criticise. And this is. No, I'm not criticising anyway. Mm. Of the performance, the manager, I or whatever. I but like no. But when Mikel took Martinelli off. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going, what are you doing? I can imagine you doing. What are you doing? He's our best player. He's causing all yeah, sorts of problems. Yeah. Um, and listen, that's I, I, I love it when, when the manager proves me wrong because yeah, yeah. on come Trossard, you know what I mean? Yeah. I imagine he's looking there, he's going, oh yeah, look, yeah I've got it right. Because he did, because Trossard come on was, was fantastic, scored the goal. Yeah, I love all that, like, you know. <laughs> um, do you think that, I felt a little bit sorry for Martin because he did have the ump that he came off because he had yeah, played so yeah, yeah. well. It's not often you see him do no, that. No, yeah, but, yeah, but I think it's because he was he played so well in yeah, the game. Yeah. Do you think that um, one, you know, like, did you think that as well? Or, or, right, or, so here what? Here what? I'm glad you brought it out because um, I'm going to put this on the record. I've been one and anybody that's seen me on AFTV content was, as much as I like and respect the manager, I've always felt that sometimes this in-game management leaves a lot to be desired. And by that, specifically, is substitutions or sometimes lack thereof. They're always late, they're always like for like. And for me, he doesn't mix things up enough. So when he made the sub and I saw Martin Nelly's number come up, I was like, rah, this man has been like blowing Liverpool away. How can he come off? Mm. He brings on trust. I thought, you know what? as much as I was a little bit like perturbed at seeing Martinelli come off, I thought, you know what, Trossard, because I've been calling for Trossard to get more minutes. I thought, okay, as much as I found that a bit bemusing that Martinelli's come off, at least Trossard gets an opportunity to do his thing. Um, Because like I said, um, I mean, there was a game a few weeks before that. I think Trossard came on in a game in the 88th minute and I was, Mm proper dissing the manager saying, listen, man, you're disrespecting Trossard. What are you expecting to do with a few minutes? Anyway, Trossard comes on and he plays very well, gets his goal. And so you've got to give kudos to the manager and say, yeah, you got that right. As he got the tactics right, he got the yeah, team Yeah, he got everything right. right. Everything. So listen, man, he got everything bang on. So I can't fault him. No, no. And, and you know, uh, Trossard come on and, and obviously gets the goal, but, uh, and, and it's a great performance. And the substitution, Saka comes on after yep. that with a little knock and everything like that. I've got to ask the question, and um, I think it's fair to say, it, like you know, I think Arsenal have been getting results of of late, and you know, even the game against Forest, I thought we'd done well to get the result, but the performance wasn't quite there. It's a bit, it's a bit sketchy. Yeah, yeah. You can look at other games, and you know, even five 0 against Crystal Palace, you could mm. look back and say it weren't a great entertaining mm, performance. Mm, well, mm. but on Sunday, I thought the performance really match the result as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I have to say, like, I come away from the game. 3-1 did not flatter Liverpool. No. Not at all. No, I think, like, if we'd have won four or five that day... I'm sorry, it didn't flatter us. Yeah, we, yeah we were, four or five, a, I think... It was a two-goal margin game, at least. At least, yeah. And, and that's one thing going into the games now, which are going to be, like, a lot of pressure games coming up. We'll talk about West Ham in a second, like. But do you now look away... I, I come away from that game... The atmosphere was unbelievable for oh, the game and all that fantastic, yeah. like, you know. But I'm also thinking, like, that performance was a performance that I've wanted to see for a, for a while, you know. Yeah, and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. like, 
my confidence in the team and and everything mm, mm. has been enhanced by just one performance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, to take it back to the Forest game, I remember saying to people in AFTV, and again, I did fan cams to that effect, that I wasn't overly hung up on performance. For me, we had to win that game. Yes. And I expected a difficult game. And to be honest with you, it wasn't really that difficult, was it? Because Forest nah. kind of played right into our hands. Yeah. The way Nuno set the team up and their lack of ambition somewhat surprised me. Yeah. So for me, uh, even though we were the better team, I agree with you. The we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Performance wasn't like stintillating or exhilarating, but we got the win. And for me, that was the important thing. They got the goal at the end, but let's not let that fool people. It wasn't a 2-1 game like that. No, we it was a easily the better side. Win, Again, going into the Liverpool game, my thought process, even though I thought it was going to be a draw, I thought we've got to get a result here. Um, and I'm not too, again, I'm not too hung up on performances. Because listen, at the end of the day, if you do go on and win the league, right? Not too many people are going to be dissecting the performances. Yes, no. it's nice to have uh, the sugar, the icing on the top of the cake with a nice performance, but winning at this stage of the season is what you want. So, Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a great point now because I think it comes to the stage where um, you can play all your glamorous football at, at, at a certain stage. And at a certain stage of the season, I don't know if it's in February, maybe in March, where performances don't matter does it it is oh you've got yeah, to win it's yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the result business if Arsenal were to go and win the league or go close this season with the plan that the way they are we haven't really hit the heights of the performances mm, wise mm. but we've been getting the results so I, I'm with you like you know what I mean I didn't mm. care how, how we played on Sunday as long as we won exactly yeah. but what was more pleasing for me at going into now going into the West Ham game is that that performance level yeah. was something that I've been wanting for for a very very long while and we got a lot of that yeah. last season exactly. some of those performances exactly. and I, I do believe that the atmosphere uh, uh the Emirates on Sunday was always going to be good and electric because mm. you're playing Liverpool when mm. you, when you're playing Man United I go back to all all those games Man United Man City uh <clears throat> Tottenham they're always they're yeah, always yeah, yeah. up there yeah, yeah, you know what I mean yeah. but the performance and the way Arsenal played, I think, got the crowd engaged Absolutely. that little bit more. And it more. got the, the players and the... Listen, at the end of that game, and, you know, much has been made, Jamie Carragher and a whole host of... We've got to talk about him. Yeah, it? OK. We've got to talk about that. Um, but I think, I actually do believe that that was part of the reason why they celebrated the way they did. Because it wasn't just the fact that we beat Liverpool. On the day, we beat them comprehensively. And we kind of made a statement. We sent a message to the likes of City and Liverpool to say, listen, man, don't, don't be thinking it's a two-horse race. We're in this. You know what I mean? We kind of kicked the door down Kick a the door bit. open. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly like To that. say, look, we're here. And I, and I like that, you know what I mean? Because I must admit, uh, I didn't really see that coming, the way it turned out. But listen, I'm, I'm happy. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about a celebration in a second. One, one thing I want to talk about is the pundits afterwards, like, mm -hmm. you know? I, and it really, it gets me. I, 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 listen, I, I know you're a passionate guy. I, so I'm a passionate guy of it all that. And I, I, listen, I think I, I, I like Gary Neville as a, as a pundit. I like 
Jamie Carragher as a pundit. Mm. I Same. like Roy Keane as a pundit, if I'll be really honest. So, yeah. But I'm going to criticise all, all, all of them. <laughs> right. First of all, Jamie Carragher, right? It proves to me mm. that you should not have a pundit uh, commentating or co-commentating or whatever on their team. Because I think mm, that he was so biased afterwards, you know what I mean, <laughs> so bitter that he showed himself up really like, you know yeah. what I mean, like having a go at um, celebrations and all that. Like, And then if you, you you wind back to when Klopp was running on the pitch and all that, he's, he's going, oh, look at this, a great celebration and all that. Like, So he's making himself look silly because he's in the emotion of, of, of the Liverpool losing. So yeah. I don't think that that's a good thing. Gary Neville, like, you know, <clears throat> first thought was, to, to criticise Arsenal ain't going to win the league after that result against uh, mm. Liverpool uh, and Roy Keane also said mm. oh like you know uh, mm. I don't think give us that much praise like oh we ain't going to win the league mm. you know now when when I look back look on that like you know we just beat Liverpool yeah. and they're saying well well Arsenal ain't going to win the league well, you, well why aren't you saying that about Liverpool then because exactly. you've been absolutely stuffed and I, I, I look at that and this is why I think fan channels now in my opinion mm. are doing so much better because people like me watch that and go do you know that's why I don't want to watch them no more <laughs> it's true it's, it, because you know mm. I, want, I want to see it from a, you know what about someone on there from an Arsenal perspective mm, right. saying what, how you thought about the game and all that I'm not interested if Arsenal are going to win the league or not win the league at that so talk about the game that you're being paid to, to talk about and mm. that was Arsenal three, mm. Liverpool one, mm -hmm. and none of them were going around about that, like yeah, you know, yeah, and that, yeah. that's what disappoints me about them. No, you know what, I I do absolutely see where you're coming from. I mean, I, I would say that, and you said it as well that the likes of um, Carragher, Neville, Roy Keane, and that I do respect them. Yeah. Um, sometimes, I mean, it, it, football's a game of opinion, so sometimes they do say stuff that you think, oh come on, man, loud out, you know what I mean? But um, I do respect them. I do think they contribute to the game. But then, as you said, fan channels. They've helped to revolutionise um, yeah. the sport. And I'm not just talking about AFTV, by the way. Fan channels and giving the fans a voice um, has definitely enhanced the game. Uh, and um, these guys, like Carragher, for example, he's going on about over-celebrating and blah, blah, blah. Like you said, what about Klopp? I mean, we're being told. And listen, I, I'm, I'm one of them. I like Klopp. One of the reasons why Klopp is so popular, not just with Liverpool fans, but across the spectrum is, is that He's passionate, he yeah. celebrates, he does a triple, you know what I mean? So like, come on now. So why won't you afford Mikel Arteta and the boys? I mean, what Odegaard was in? It was just a bit of harmless oh, fun. I can't the guys were on a kite, they just it. beat Liverpool. Everyone was saying before that game, if you don't beat Liverpool, your title chances are totally evaporated. What happens? They turn in an almost career best, sorry, not career, season best performance. Beat Liverpool comfortably. Of course they're going to celebrate. They're at home. Everyone's on a high. Why not? It would be remiss of them not to celebrate, in my view. You oh, know what I mean? Enjoy the moment. A hundred percent. You know, I'm, I'm with you on this. That, that Mikel's got a little bit... I didn't think he didn't even think that wrong. He just went down the, you know, like... He ran halfway down the thing, like, you know what I mean? He weren't sliding on his suit, like, exactly. you know what I mean? And he didn't pull an hamstring like Jurgen Klopp did. <laughs> well, there you ag go. Against Spurs, that was it, yeah. know, uh, which wasn't a title decider at the time. Um, when Jurgen Klopp goes on after games, we've, I've, I've seen it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. walks up to the cop, giving it way. Giving it the triple. Yeah, like, you know, like, and they love Nothing it. wrong with it. Nothing it's wrong at all. engages the crowd. I'm going to be really honest with you about this, Lauren. It really gets, really annoys me because... 
there was a time at Arsenal when we never had that. Players weren't mm, coming up mm, to the fans mm. after games yeah. and things like that. You know, uh, I remember at Old Trafford a few years ago, we lost and they just all walked down the tunnel. I, I, do you remember when Mert Sacker had to, to uh, get um, Mesut Ozil I to was come there back that day. Like, yeah, you know, the uh, pushing and yeah, pushing him, to, to, and... pushing him to go to the fans. Yeah, so so from, from our point of view, we'd not had that. So for me, to, to have the engagement of the players like we do now, I think it's a it's a massive, listen, everyone always talks, not everyone, but a lot of people talk about the disconnect that yes. sometimes can be there between the fans and the players and the managers and stuff like that. We're seeing that at Arsenal, you know what I mean? Like the fans are really connecting with the players and the manager and likewise vice versa. So it's all good. And, and listen, they deserve that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they were running around and, you know what I mean, taking selfies of each other and jumping up and hoisting each other. Up and like they'd won the league. They were just, it was just a good natured, genuine celebration, bit of fun with Odegaard at the end. Obviously, he's got a good relationship with the cameraman. And so they celebrated. I just thought that was churlish by Carragher. And he made himself look a little bit yeah, salty like, in doing I, I'm with you on this. Like, he I, made I, himself look Odegaard's salty. not done that at any other state. It was just a, what's it, a, it's a, a spontaneous moment. moment, moment like, yeah. that they just thought they were doing it, having a lot, having a yeah, laugh. Yeah, and it's to, obvious that even the cameraman have, have got a decent relationship. Of course, they goes every game. Yeah, like that. So Stuart goes every game, home and away in Europe, and he's very, very close to the players. And I think it was not only that; he's engaging. That I, I know for a fact that some of those photos that, that uh, the photographer took were sent on to the supporters and things like that because they feel like yeah. um, part of it as well. And the other thing is that, and I'm going to give a little bit of credit to Arsenal here, like the players is that they've done that and most of the fans stayed behind and all that like and Martin Odegaard in in, in every game does that goes around and, he does. and, and, he does. and the fans stayed you know we beat Crystal Palace 5-0 most of the fans went home and I was a bit disappointed about that because mm, it was a mm. Saturday uh, game or whatever I think it was half 12 kickoff you ain't really got to rush home this game was uh, fourth, every, most fans stayed after the game yeah. but I remember when we lost to Fulham um, and the players still come over and you know clapped yeah. us and like you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. I were you know no no go on go away yeah go you away. weren't having it I weren't having it it was a poor performance go away yeah. but they still done it they so so you still like I look back on that and think right well, okay you know we did we play well but it's a respect thing yeah, like you yeah. know what I mean they've still said they've put their hands up said sorry or whatever and I think that. That is something that I've always wanted at yeah. Arsenal from 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 the Wenger years, the connection, like you know, mm. and we get that, and we get criticised for it, like you know. I see other clubs doing it, um, and everybody says it was great. I yeah. see Tottenham doing it um, after six yeah. games against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the place was going mad, and all that. Ah, it's fantastic. Spurs, you know, have got their their club back and everything like that. We do it, oh, it's over. And, and I'll tell you something else as well, right? And this is something that I've spoken to a lot of fans about, not just Arsenal fans, but other fans of other clubs. Where I've got a problem with celebrations is is players celebrating too much during the game. So, for example, mm. there was a classic one uh, example I can give. I think it was Nottingham Forest versus West Ham, and Alanga scores a really good goal. Give him credit for the goal against West Ham, things about half an hour. And the man goes absolutely apoplectic. He's ripped his shirt off, he's running to the crowd. I'm looking more, I'm thinking, yeah, it's only about, yeah. <laughs> it's still yeah. like an hour left of this game to go. You're carrying on like you scored the winner in the Champions League final, like slow down, bro. What happens? Within a couple of minutes of that, I'd, actually I don't even think it was a couple of minutes, West Ham going to equalize. West Ham going to win the game and I'm thinking, yo, 
you know what I mean? You need to keep your level of concentration. Yeah, yeah, very Because good they point. do say that a team, and apparently this is statistically a fact, are at the most risk of conceding a goal after you've just scored one. And yeah. that's because players in the emotion, and, and I get it, listen, man, players have said scoring goals is the equivalent to having sex. Now, I don't know, because I've never scored a Premier League goal. Um, I have had sex, I've never scored a Premier League goal. So listen, that's what they say, yeah? So yeah. I can imagine it must be an almighty high. That being said, you are a professional, you've got to keep your composure. So over-celebrating goals is something I do have a problem with. You know what I mean? Sometimes you'll see players, I think Mateta did it this season. He, the man's not scored in 40 odd games. He's, he's scored a goal and then he's gone up to the, his own fans, by the way, and he's doing that. I'm thinking, bro, why yeah, are you club? Yeah, yeah. You're doing what you're supposed, you're getting paid to score goals for your club. You scored a goal, celebrate, get on with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the other thing I'd like to say is Martin Odegaard is a class act. Um, because I do a lot of the watch-alongs in the studio, I don't get to go to as many games as I'd like to go to, but there's two examples I can give of games that I did go to. Uh, one game we lost and one game we won. So the Carabao, you was at that game, because I remember seeing you there. When we beat Brentford in the Carabao Cup, um, good performance, beat Brentford. At the end of the game, Odegaard, as he, as he always does, comes over to the fans. And he was having a light-hearted moment with um, El Nenny, because El Nenny played in that game. Yeah. And if you remember, he pushed yeah, push El Nenny for, towards yeah, yeah. so that the fans, because I think that was his first appearance for the season, El Nenny at that time. Cloud gave him an applause, all good, right? In that same competition, a few weeks after that, we go and play West Ham. Poor performance, we lost. Odegaard stayed right to the end, came over to the fans. So that's consistent behaviour. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, he's a class act, Odegaard. I appreciate that. So. Carragher was very mean-spirited in doing that. And um, I just thought that was so salty. Bro, yeah. chill. Chill. And the other thing about it, which, which makes, makes it even more, if you don't like it, go, like, like, like all the Liverpool fans did, they go. Yeah. Because they don't exactly, see yeah. what's going on. If it was the other way around and Arsenal were away at Liverpool and, you know what I mean, like, I ain't hanging around, off, <laughs> off you go, like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know, you, and, and let the, you know, the moment moment go with, with the... And that moment there, realistically, is just Arsenal players and Arsenal fans enjoying the moment. Yeah, right? you know what I mean? nothing, like, wrong, no, nothing wrong. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With that. And do whatever we like. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big up for it. Listen, when Arsenal lose, it hurts. Mm. Uh, and... Um, you know, you feel it, didn't you, when you lose? You know, ruin I mean? your weekend. It ruins your weekend week. and whatever, like you know. But what I what I like about this Arsenal team, and you can give Mikel credit for it or, or whatever, like. And the one thing that I do feel is I know, even though when we do have a bad performance and we lose, they they care. Yeah, they yeah, care. I, like there was a time when I honestly thought that Arsenal players did not care whether we won, lost, or drew. Right, mm. I I believe these players do care, and I and I, I go back to that documentary at a time when you see the passion after a, a defeat of Mikel Arteta. I know that those players, when they don't win, they're going to get it, and I I, I kind of love love that thing. Like, yeah, man. I mean, he's definitely uh, brought that connection back between the, the the team, the manager, the fans. You can see that, 
Uh, I'm reliably informed that the atmosphere at um, the Emirates these days is second to none. And uh, listen, man, I'm loving that. Um, yeah. He's done a lot of good things, Arteta, and that's one of them. He's brought it, that connection it is, back. It yeah. is, and there were times when, when you went to the Emirates and it was just like, not, and I don't mean this horribly or, or arrogantly, arrogant, that it was a chore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, there's games I've been to in the past where I've come away from thinking mm, wasn't the, yeah, wasn't the best. It wasn't a lot, but I actually go to the Emirates now and really look forward to every game at the Emirates. I used to, re but I'll be really honest. When I, I used to look forward to the away games more because of yeah, better atmosphere yeah, yeah. and everything like. But nowadays, I, I look forward to to the Emirates just as much as an away game, like you know what I mean, because of that atmosphere yeah, and the yeah, way it's all 100%. gone, and and and, and fantastically well. Moving on now, moving like, on, course, moving on. We go away from home this okay, week yeah, yeah. Uh, to a team that's beaten us twice already oh, really, this season. Yeah. Another Declan uh, derby. The Declan well. Rice derby, like, is it like, you know, really rice and curry <laughs> derby, is what we're going to call it. Like, you know, I like that one, rice so, and curry. Right, so, yeah. like, um, I, I, this is how I believe the West Ham game now, right? I believe that since Declan Rice has come to uh, Arsenal, West Ham will always be mm. a tougher game than it ever was now because of two reasons. Mm. The, the fans are up for beating us every single time because at the end of the day, we took their, their star player. And I understand the reasons they're a little bit bitter. They're a little bit bitter by it. I get that, right? Mm. But also the players. Do you know what I mean? Like because Declan Rice, if you, ever, if you think about it, Declan Rice has said, I'm leaving you guys mm. because I think I've got a better chance of winning with these guys. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the players are up for it a little, we'll show you, Declan, we'll show you, you know mm. what I mean? And they've shown him on a couple of occasions. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, massive, massive game. Because if you beat Liverpool, you cannot afford then to go to, to the London Stadium, which is a difficult place, it by is, the way. They're still a very, very good team. They're a top 10 team, whatever way you look at it. We've got to go away from home. And my, my feelings of this is, if Manchester City are going to uh, West Ham on Sunday, Manchester City win this game mm. and that is the attitude that I've got to take into this game now like well we've got to go there no, and you're win right. you're right uh, wh what's your feelings on this one I agree with pretty much everything you said there man I mean it will be a difficult game um, like you said they've beaten us twice already this season one of those games I was at that game you, well me and you were sat in remember we yes it was in uh, yeah. close proximity to each other and that was a poor performance uh, if you recall, um, the manager decided to rest the likes of Declan Rice, Odegaard, or one or two others. And lo and behold, when we're 3-0 down, he brings them on. We end up losing 3-1. It's a poor night, cold night, a wet night, uh, one to forget really. But um, then they go and about a month after that, in this late December, they beat us on our own ground as well. So it's not been too fortuitous for Declan because he's been outstanding this season. Yeah. That has to be said. But yet, in the two games against West Ham, they were arguably his worst games in an Arsenal yeah, shirt. Yeah, come on a sub, didn't he, in, yeah, the, in, yeah. the, in the second so, half? And, uh, I anticipate another difficult game. I mean, I don't know how you see it, but sometimes when a team, I mean, they got beaten quite comprehensively last week by Man United. Mm. But sometimes you can't read too much into that. No, you certainly the backlash not. factor. Did you see that game? Yeah, I did, yeah. It's yeah. not 3-0. <laughs> it's not 3-0. They should have got something out of They the should have. You know but I mean? um, the fans are going to want a reaction. And like we said, it's it's a Sunday afternoon game. The eyes of the world are going to be on that game. And um, 
they're going to make it difficult for us. I do think we can beat them. I do think we will beat them, but I'm expecting another hard game. Yeah, I, I'm expecting a very, very tough game. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm more nervous about this game than I was last week. Yeah. Because, and, I, and I'll be really honest with you, over the last sort of couple of games, and even like even last season, when you look back on it, um, if you remember rightly, it was 1-0 down against West Ham at home on, yeah. on um, Boxing Day, and it was a real tough game, and, and uh, there was a decision with Martinelli getting offside, and, and, and you're thinking, oh, we need this desperately. Like, we come back in the second half and won it 2-1, and then obviously the 2-2 draw uh, later on. But these two games, are, I, I think, of really what... David Moyes has got something over Mikel. Not not as mm, mm. It, the way he goes about it tactically, mm. the way that, that, that West Ham sets up is very very mm. kryptonite to us. If yeah. if I'll be honest, and then no, he's I got the players up front who, that are very very dangerous on the break. That can hit yeah, us on yeah, the break. Yeah. You know they had two chances against us, or two maybe three chances against us at, at the Emirates. Took two of them. You know, and I look back at that Man United game. It realistically, you know, what I mean, like he'd be fuming about that because yeah. they should have had, they had chances to win that. Yeah, game. on another day, they another day well they get a result. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so this is a team that you cannot take lightly. They will sit in. This is the thing that I think with West Ham and the uh, the problem that David Moyes has got with West Ham fans, in my opinion. You know, mm. what I mean, so when they play the likes of Brentford teams like Crystal Palace and Bournemouth and all that like mm, mm. I think that the West Ham fans want them to attack and go yeah, go for yeah, it yeah. but they play the same sort of way but when when an Arsenal comes to it or mm. a Man City the fans will accept that sort of performance that's right, that's right. Uh, so they accept them on Sunday sitting in digging in uh, conceding possession and then it's on the break yeah. they will we, will accept that like you know and you're on the break, set pieces. Yes, like yeah. Guys like Ward Prowse, people, kudos. Yeah, and this is the problem that I've got with this game. So Arsenal got one go there and not play this slow mm. game. They've got to be very, very quick. Get a cut, get, get a goal early and then not, like they did last season, blow them away. Mm. But then when you blow them away after 10 minutes, don't sit back and, and we've got to go at them, go at them, go at them. I think intensity, fast, fast pace. Mm take the game to the you know I know it sounds sunny, uh, funny but we have to take even though we're the away side the next two games we're going to have to take mm. it to these teams both teams by the way in Claret and Blue in Burnley <laughs> and, and West Ham <laughs> but we've got to take them on yeah. and and I think that that's the, the problem they're sitting there wait for us to make mistakes and you know Saliba made a mistake at Nottingham Forest maybe at Liverpool as well mm. that will suit West Ham and, and and that's where that's why I'm a little bit nervous about this game. No, I can understand you being nervous because I'm nervous as well. Because like you said, no point in beating Liverpool, having such a commanding performance, and then the next week you go to West Ham and it all you know falls flat. So, and you are right, tactically that is exactly the way uh, West Ham will play. They will sit back, two backs of four, defend um, deep, and look for their chance on the counter attack. And like you said, the way to overcome that is a because we will. Have, I'm pretty sure we will have much more possession than they will. Fast tempo, but above all, you've got to take your chances when you, because yeah. uh, we will get chances, we've got to take them. Uh, and that's been a bit of a worry, if I'm being honest. Um, we do need uh, what I call a clinical striker, because listen, I've got lots of love for Jesus. Tremendously technical and talented player. However, his shortfall is, and listen, he said, the man said to himself, scoring goals is not his forte. Um, but if he's not scoring, the likes of Saka, 
Martinelli, Odegaard, whoever it is, Havertz, whoever it is, they've got to chip in and do their thing. We've got to take our chance because we will get a lot of the ball. We will create chances. We've got to got take to them. Take him like We've that. got to be clinical. Your manager now, uh, you know, um, Jesus has come in and said he's uh, okay. He's trained all week and he's mm. fit. We don't know if he is, but the, 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 I think the feeling is that he will be fit for this game. What what would you do? Would you keep Havertz up top, or do you bring back Jesus? Do you keep Jorginho in midfield, or do you change that around? It's a good question because obviously the the old adage you don't change a winning team, uh, and uh, there is a lot of um, sense to that. However, um, I think Jesus is an important member of the team. I've already discussed how. Um, I've already said how good he is technically. If he's fit and available and there's no real injury concerns, I'd start him, definitely. So you go with Jesus in there, like. yeah, uh, yeah. And, and what about Jorginho? I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, man. man. Got a what, shout what, out what Jorginho. Yeah, shout out for Jorginho. You know what? Uh, I'm going to say, and a lot of people who have watched me on AFTV might be slightly surprised when I say, I think he's got to keep his place, bro. He was outstanding last week. I mean, I was a little bit apprehensive of him playing against Liverpool because I always consider Georgina a very technically good player, composed, experienced, um, very, he's playing with a lot of IQ. However, to me, his shortfall is that he's not the most dynamic of midfielders. Yeah. And I thought against Liverpool, he might struggle in the midfield when you got those guys running up and down. And But to my surprise, and I'm pleasantly surprised, he did really well in that game. And I think he's done enough to keep his position. Yeah, and he'd he, he done 90 minutes as well. He did. Now, you know, afterwards, Mikel turned around and said he's been in a lot of pain, which was, I felt a bit strange that he would say mm. something like that. Yeah, a bit um, weird. But then, you know, you know, is that an excuse about so play sharing wipes? Or, or whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'm going to be very, very disappointed if Jorginho's not playing that. You might no, find that a bit strange, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, it, I'm with you on this. Is that there is that saying that don't change a winning team. You know what I mean? I get that, um, and it was such a good performance that you probably should go with that team. But um, I think if Jesus is fit, he comes back. Yeah, in. he's got to come back, man. And going back to Georgina as well, I like that him playing there. Declan Rice was allowed to just go wherever. Yeah, exactly. And I think that 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 will be crucial. Uh, we spoke earlier about Declan Rice not having his best games against West Ham so far this season. Maybe with Jorginho in there, that will give him the licence to roam forward a bit more and do his thing. And on Declan Rice as well, I was going to say this, that um, it'll be interesting to see. Actually, I say interesting. We know what's going to happen. He's going to get booed, isn't he? Which is, I think, a bit unfortunate given the sterling service that he gave to West Ham. But on that, um, I've got a couple of friends who are West Ham fans. And I said to them, I said, listen, how come you man like going on Declan so hard? I can understand some ironic cheers and boos and stuff like that, but you look really give it to him, man. And they were saying to me um, that the reason why they think that he gets such stick at West Ham is because apparently when he joined us in the interviews immediately following him coming to Arsenal, he was saying things like, oh, coming to Arsenal, oh, I've never seen anything like this. And, and they've kind of taken that personal. Mm. You know what I mean? Which, okay, fair enough. But really, really what they should be doing, man, is um, thanking the guy for the service he's done and thanking him for the fact that we've, they've got £105 million richer off the back of that side. Amazing good signings, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, how I see it is, you know, that they, 
he's such a good player for them that they're hurt by the decision. Yeah, they're bound to be hurt. And, but and listen, I, I get that. He's always going to go in it. I mean, oh, yeah, and, and I think that you know, if he'd have gone Man City, they would have it would have been softened the blow a little bit, like you know. But they, that, you know, by going Arsenal that have not won trophies and all that, like you mm. know, it's like basically like <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth for him. I it is, that. but I can understand if we were more a direct rival, and I don't mean that to sound disrespectful because although we are rivals, we're London rivals. Number one, there's no real hatred no, between they, they, West Ham and Arsenal. They're, not they're, in the way there is with Arsenal and Tottenham and Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. And, and same for them. West Ham, they hate Tottenham, they hate Chelsea. I don't think the rivalry is as I've intense. always found it been a been a been a a, a good rivalry. Yeah, it's the not like, like we've all hated, you know, like on Tottenham, you know what I mean? Like yeah. as much. And probably Chelsea the same sort of thing. We we can relate to the to to, to that. But I do feel that by going to um, the London Stadium in that League Cup tie after the signing of Declan Rice and also this one here, there's a there's a different thing to it now. Yeah, there's a yeah, little bit more, yeah. you know, like there's a bit more needle, a little that, bit more spice gone yeah, with the rice is, now. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, chucked a bit yeah. of bit a bit a bit of curry, a yeah. uh, bit of a curry powder <laughs> on the old rice. Just it's just heated it up a little bit, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, well, and I understand that, and I think that we've got to, as a club and as as players, understand that now and, and make sure that we we put in a performance that make merits what we're going to do. I think that the decisions that Mikel makes now in this game are going to be very, very important. Absolutely, very important. But looking looking forward to that, like you know, I, I'm going to be really honest, Laurie. Laurie uh, if we don't win this game, I, I think that puts us out of the title race again. I, I really do. We've got these next few games. I had a look at it yesterday. Perhaps I shouldn't have done. I had a look at what we've got, what Manchester City have got over the next few few weeks, and Liverpool, and even Spurs. I had a look at them as well. Mm -hmm. They've all got games that they can look at it and go, do you know what? Win, 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 win. Mm. And, and in our games, I'm going to just mention our games now, we've uh, we've obviously got West Ham, and then we've got Burnley, mm. and then we've got um, Newcastle at home. Mm. Forget about the Champions League because they're, mm. they're coming in. Mm. Newcastle at home. Sheffield United away. Then we've got um, Brentford and Chelsea, I think, like, you know, mm. and then it's the international break, yeah, yeah. right? Now, the Chelsea game, we could actually not play in that game now, so we could have two weeks off because if Chelsea beat Leeds in the FA Cup, that game gets postponed. So we'll right. have a, uh, a game where we'll have a little bit of a break yeah. of two weeks. Maybe we can so go, go to Dubai. So, so, yeah, we could go to Dubai <laughs> again, like, you know, so there's a couple of weeks break in that, like, you know. In between those games, Liverpool have... Manchester City in in one of those games in that week, like mm. you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I look at it, and this is how I've been for it. If Arsenal have got any chance of winning the league, and you might think I'm bad here. Mm. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, we have got to beat West Ham. We've then got to go and beat Burnley. They've then got to go and beat Newcastle. They've got to go and beat Sheffield United, and we've got to go and beat Burnley. Now, all that's five five wins on the, on the spin that I think mm. we've got to have. The difficult games in there, like Newcastle at home, West Ham away, you know what I mean? But I think if Arsenal are to go on, 
we have got to go into that game against Manchester City at the Etihad with at the Etihad with five wins under our belt. Wow, five, five on the bounce. You know what? Um, as much as I do see where you're coming from with that, and I know one or two of the other guys in AFTV have spoken similar things. I'm going to go against the grain a little bit. Okay, that's, 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 that's fair, fair enough. And I'm going to adopt the phrase that I hear a lot of the players and managers do. I'm going to take one game at one a time. One game at a time, yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is because, like I said, there's no point in beating Liverpool last week if you then go and screw it up against West Ham, which, let's be honest, is going to be a difficult game. Tough, tough game, um, yeah. As we've said, they've beaten us twice already this season and... Both those games, they did actually deserve it. Although the game at Arsenal, we had a lot of chances, but we didn't take them. I'm looking at this game in isolation. It's interesting because we played West Ham, I think it was uh, last April, wasn't it? We played Liverpool yeah. and West Ham in close proximity within yeah, a week yes, of each other. Yes, same, yeah, same. It's happened again, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. happened again. And we didn't, we didn't win either game. So... It's happened I again, two like, or draws, I mean, both like, yeah, games. You're, yeah. you're all right. I think one, the, the first game's on the 9th of April, uh, against uh, Liverpool, we drew two-two, and then the week after West Ham. Remember that game? Yeah. Well? Liverpool threw the lead away, and then the West Ham game, and it started to go downhill from there on. Yeah. Um, so we got to be mindful of things like this. We we cannot afford to be complacent. We cannot afford to look too far ahead. We've got to look at West Ham in isolation. We've got to um, study West Ham, look at the games where it went wrong for us, and address that. And you said yourself, Lee, the tax has got to be bang on. We are going to get a lot of the ball. But with that comes, we've got the tempo's got to be right and we've got to take our chances. We've yeah. got to be totally clued in. I'm not looking at, and I do get you. Those no, are, no, it's a great point. You know it's a mean? great point. Well, I, just I think wish that, I hadn't done it like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just sitting at home yesterday and I just, uh, it, it, I tell you what, what um, fr threw me to have a look at that was because when, when, the, the Chelsea game is when we played Chelsea that's the FA Cup quarterfinal now I didn't think Chelsea would beat Aston Villa so I mm. thought oh well, that game's definitely mm. going to be Saturday morning 12.30 yeah, yeah. kick off but once they got the result I looked at it and think well they've got Leeds at home I think that they've beat Leeds at home yeah, and that means then that that weekend's free so I'm, I'm sort of looking at things going well I'm going to have a weekend free yeah. there no it's natural weekend. to do that yeah it's I think natural it is to do that. That. Uh, it, so if it's natural for me to do it I don't know if the players yeah I mean publicly they will say no we're not but yeah there, there will always be a little bit of that but I'm personally I'm trying to learn from the lessons of the past and that is with this Premier League man I mean I am one of those that do actually be a very few easy games in the Premier League right even when you get good results you have to earn that yes right. 100% you can't just totally rock agree. up and expect to beat teams it's not going to happen because every Premier League team has got at least two or three good players on their day, if they turn up, that could be the difference. You know what I mean? It, uh, you know, when we played West Ham before, how many shots on goal did we have? Yeah, we had 30, well, was it? Yeah, I think it's 40, I think it's 40, yeah. it's like And we couldn't score, so yeah. I'm under no illusions. It's gonna be a difficult task. I actually think it's been made harder by the fact that West Ham got beat so comprehensively last week, because you mentioned yourself a minute ago with uh, Villa and Chelsea. Not many people would have been predicting that Chelsea after the, the week they've had. No. Right, I, to go to Villa, who are a very good team, at home in a rich vein of form. off the park. And they smoked them, basically, 3-1. Not many people saw that. I was in the gym, I come out and I heard the result. I had to look at my phone again and thought, oh. But then I shouldn't be surprised because like I said, every team has good players. And if they've been knocked in the press and said, oh, they're not playing for the manager, they're not playing this problem, they're this and that. Sometimes what will happen is, 
the manager will get these guys, say, look what these men are saying about you lot, man. They're saying you're shit. They're saying that you're not playing for the club. You're not, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? you're not earning your money, you know what I mean? Go out there today and show them that you care. And I'm sure David Moyes will be losing a little bit of that psychology on the West Ham players. This week, they say, look, last week, Everyone's clowning on you, man, saying you got beat by West Ham. Let's go out there today and show the fans that, you know, we're capable of beating Arsenal. We've done it a couple of times really this season. Come on, boys. And you'll see a different um, performance, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the worry. Is I, I agree with you because West Ham, if you was a West Ham fan, you'd probably go like, after that de defeat against Manchester United, and as I said, if, if, if anybody's seen it, they, they didn't deserve to lose 3-0. No. Probably the best game for them to play is an Arsenal or a yeah. Spurs or somebody like that. Like you know, and I totally agree with you. Like, Extra motivation. You know, I, I do agree with you that every game is difficult. You know, every game is difficult. Spurs fans, for instance, my, my Spurs mates are all that. You know, oh, we're going to Everton, guaranteed mm. win. Mm. I said, yeah, I'm guaranteed up there, mate. You know, but yeah, mm. we we smoked them three one, three nil, two nil, because. You know, like they, they think that they're a better team than Everton, and they are yeah. at this moment in time. But Everton have still got something in their exactly. lockers, i.e., set pieces. And exactly. like we've been undone by a set piece up there like the season before. You know, no game is easy in the Premier League. No, and you've got to earn the right. So even if we do go to West Ham and we beat them comprehensively, right? It won't it be, I, I doubt very much whether it'll be a case of West Ham just roll over. You would have had to earn that. Yeah. You know even, I mean? even, you know, up you, until you score that first goal or that second goal, wherever it is, they're going to be on you. And as, as you just rightly said earlier on, Nottingham Forest, we know we, we were all over it. We dominated yeah. them. But that last five minutes, you know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're, every Arsenal fan pleading for the final whistle. That's it. So every game's very, very difficult. Before we go, um, go on then. Prediction for this one. That being said, <laughs> I do think we'll win. Uh, I think that um, we're on a high, obviously, great win last week. Um, and we've got motivations of our own this week. Not just the obvious one is, you know I mean, we're in the title race, but there's Declan Rice going back. We want to, the, the Arsenal fans and the players and the whole club will want him to go there and give off his best and do well. Um, there's that whole celebration thing as well. I'm sure pre pretty much Mikel Arteta will be using that and say, look, these lot think that we're just one-trick ponies. Let's go out there and show them that we're for real. And I think all things being considered, we are the better team. And again, no disrespect to West Ham, no, we are. No, no. Uh, and I think that will be the difference. I think it will be a hard-fought game. Uh, I'm going 2-1. I know that's people always throw that 2-1 around, but I genuinely think it will be a difficult game, but I think we'll have the edge. Maybe Ward Prowse gets a set piece free kick or something like that or maybe Koo does does more oh. damage but I do think we'll be a couple of goals I'm not going to argue with you on that like, I'm going to go 2-0 and the reason I'm going to go 2-0 is I think defensively we're, we're a very very good defensive and I think we need to get a few more clean sheets than what we're getting and I felt that we should have probably had one at Forest I'm not saying that we should have had one at Liverpool but I think we, when you look at the percentage of play and everything mm. like that we should do and I think it's it's imperative that we start getting a few clean sheets so I think it's going to be a very very tough game I think it's going to be 1-0 we might nick a goal mm. very very late on to, 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 to have we had to many 1-0s I mean, we haven't had that we many beat Everton 1-0 beat Everton 1-0 I think yeah. Brent, Brentford we beat 1-0 yeah but you know, one nil to the Arsenal used to be like that, that <laughs> it's thing. Standard, doesn't seem to be so much now. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, I think it's going to be a very, very difficult game. But I just think that West Ham uh, 
uh, are going to give us a real tough game, but I just think that we're going to have enough to get over that. Yeah, I, I just think on balance. Um, but I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised if we slipped up on this game. Though I'm going to be really honest. I don't. I think that we. This is going to be. You know what? I'm going to disagree game. with you there. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked though, because like I said, or like we both said, they've beaten us twice already this season. However, I do think that um, this is a different stage in the season. We absolutely have to get a result. Yeah. On, on Sunday and I do think that that will make the difference because let's be honest we are playing for and again no disrespect with Stan fans we're playing for more than them right now so that should yeah. make a difference it should be, it should make a difference you know, what I, mean? should, you know what I mean like it should like you know this is it we're we're in we're you know we're in a title race and we've got to prove it and, exactly. and, and to prove that you have to go to the likes of West Ham and get the result like you know mm. Listen, thanks for uh, watching. Um, I've enjoyed that. Uh, it was very, very good. Like, you know, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, Julian will be back next week, like, you know. Uh, but Robbie, Robbie should be back, like, you know, they're obviously out in Ghana. So uh, check out all that stuff. I, I, I've got to say, before we go, an amazing reception. That, that, oh, man. Uh, unbelievable. If you haven't seen it, go and have a look yeah, at the reception yeah, yeah, these guys yeah, get. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it makes you very humble yeah. to see what yeah, we're yeah, all doing. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Ghanaian Sh people. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, I, I know quite a few Ghanaians um, from way back. We used to live near some. I live in Enfield. There's a big Ghanaian population in Enfield. My boxing coach uh, is Ghanaian, Mr. Ake, God rest his soul. So I'm familiar with the Ghanaian culture. They're very friendly people, very, uh, you know what I mean, love their football. Uh, even though the national team's not very good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, I saw that and I was made up, man. I was like, rah, look it's, at it's that. It's incredible. It is. It's absolutely think, incredible. Testament as well to AFTV to see where they've come from. Yeah, like, to see that. To, to, to go abroad and be given a reception like that was just heartwarming, man. Really. Yeah, it was. It was incredible. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Made me very jealous. Yeah. Very so like, shout out to the guy named. Shout, shout out to that. It was they'll be doing a watch along there, won't so they? So they'll be doing a watch along there. Yeah. So don't forget, you know, we'll be... Uh, uh, doing the watch along there. So uh, I understand that we will never watch along in England as yep, well. Like, yep, you know, uh, and of course, we'll. Uh, we'll I'll be at the game. So you're going to be yeah, at the game. I'll be at the I'm game. Yeah. So question. we're going to be covering the game as yeah. well. So you know, check out on all socials and everything like that. Um, we will be like fully on it for the West End game. You know, in Gar in Ghana, yeah. in England, and of course at the London Stadium. So thanks for watching. Until next time, have a good weekend. The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.